Hey guys, happy Tuesday. Tonight's segments hurt people, hurt people. I personally have always had a problem with this phrase. In my head, I've always felt, especially as somebody who's been hurt a lot, that you shouldn't project your hurt onto another person because you know what it feels like. But I have been on the receiving end of it. Right now, my daughter and I are working through a book on healing, um, love after heartbreak. And tonight we completed this section called Hurt People, Hurt People. It explains a whole lot about individuals that are hurting. Um, It goes on and talks about lashing out, dysfunctional brokenness, damage, negativity, lack of healing, a lot of emotions and reactions. But because of this section, I've learned that hurt people hurt people is actually a true statement. It's sad to me, but it is true. When someone's been hurt by whatever in their past and they've not completely healed from it, faced it and healed from it, all it does is fester and then it rears its ugly head at the worst possible time. It's inevitable, so it is going to happen. If you've got any unresolved hurt in your life, it will eventually happen. It could be with a family member, somebody at your job, maybe your kids, your relationship. Either way, it is going to manifest itself sooner or later. It's going to show up. And you're going to take it out on someone else. I've been working on how trying to figure out how I project my hurt onto other people. Um, This book has made me realize that because I'm hurt and not healed from the damage, that I do somehow project my hurt onto someone. Um, I am a very positive person, and I try to be positive more than anything else. Um, But given, again, that I'm not healed myself, it does wear me out. I get tired trying to be happy and perky and positive and things like that all day, every day. But... I do it for a reason. I do it because I want everyone around me to be truly happy. My heart's not healed from years of damage. However, I am still blessed. So I would rather people see God's light through me instead of the hurt that I carry. But, unfortunately, it can be a burden sometimes. Another aspect of this section talks about how it impacts our kids in a negative way. It could be as parents, we have been neglectful or impatient. And it it all stems from the anger and the hurt that we hold on to and then is projected onto them. And they don't really understand why, you know, that you're angry with them or that you're upset with them or disappointed with them. Um, it, it actually could be that we lash out at the person behind the counter at the grocery store 
Or maybe somebody that we love is disrespectful and ugly towards us because they have hurt and pain. A lesson to learn is that you can't take the words back once they've been spoken. Most people that project their pain are not likely to feel remorse for the things that they've said or done to another person. The harder lesson learned is that you can't help someone who doesn't want help. And we are not meant to fix everybody, though there are a lot of us that try. If a broken person, if a person is broken, but they don't see anything wrong, it's not up to you to heal that brokenness. Some of us are just damage magnets. There's a certain type that just keeps falling toward us because we tend to put off a safe haven vibe and they think, this is the person that can help me. He or she is strong and willing to take on this challenge. Or it could be that they think they're not damaged or that they can keep it all at bay because the relationship's worth it. But in retrospect, all they're doing is dragging an innocent person into a harsh and hurtful environment. I don't know if you've ever noticed a really negative person or if you've ever been around one or maybe you you may see one every day. Maybe somebody in your family, a friend. But it's like they they don't see the silver lining in anything. They're hateful, defensive, irritable, cranky, even arrogant. Because being insecure is a huge trait in in a hurt person. And sometimes it's easy to walk around like you're like you're really something else and be disrespectful to other people with this I'm so awesome attitude that you've got going on. But if you're happy and you're healthy, you seem to be more positive. You're slow to speak, quick to listen, and you understand and realize that if somebody is being ugly to you, they've got a more serious underlying unresolved open wound. Now you may think that after years of pushing the circumstances to the back of your mind, that you're healed, but that's simply not the case. It's still there, and most likely pretty fresh. And I think that we should remember, and this is a note to myself, that you should never take any of these episodes personally. If someone's projecting their hurt onto you, and it's typically somebody close to them, It's just projection. It's just, they just need somebody to lash out at. A good rule of thumb is to walk away from negativity. You are more than welcome to see a toxic situation and make a choice for your own health and sanity to make a clean break and just walk away. Should you or someone you know choose not to get help for healing, it can absolutely take a toll physically as well as mentally.
Stress is very harmful to your mind and your body, and it can cause a lot of health-related issues. It can make a person turn to drugs and alcohol just to drown it out for a while. Not healing and being negative doesn't just hurt you. It hurts the people around you. If you're the one hurting, please get help. If you're the receiver of someone else's hurt, please get help. You can completely heal from damage that's been done. It takes time, patience, and faith, but it can be done. I pray tonight that we all take this and recognize the symptoms and do what we have to do to take care of ourselves as well as the others around us and our loved ones. Don't be afraid to admit that you're hurting or that you're broken. Stand up, face it, and get help so that you're not hurting others in the process. And again, if you've been on the receiving end of someone's projected hurt, you also need to get help because that can manifest as hurt and damage in you and become a problem for you later in your relationships. I hope everybody has a good night and I hope that if you know someone who's hurting or if you're hurting, that you'll choose to get help. Hey guys, tonight I want to talk to you about conviction. And I wonder, have you ever been convicted? This evening, I had dinner with a friend in a very interesting conversation about different styles of preaching. Um, my whole Christian life was Southern Baptist preaching. My papa, God rest his soul, was my preacher. And I remember all of the years of listening to him, thinking to myself, this is what learning and hearing the Word of God is all about. And I realize that there are so many different religions, denominations, spiritual realms, aspects, whatever, if you will, that are out there. But there's only one Word of God. I'm a believer and born-again Christian. I will not shove how I feel or believe down anybody's throat. But I will talk to you about it until the cows come home. If you approach me or ask me questions. And I don't know the Bible inside and out. I'll be perfectly honest with you. But I study every day. And I do learn more every day. And if there's something that somebody wants to ask me and I don't know the answer, we can look it up together. And I'll find it. But the thing about it is... And the one thing that I've learned in trying to find a home church since my papa passed away, which by the way is extremely difficult, is that I don't want to be taught. I feel like that's what Sunday school is for. I don't want someone to tell me what they think I want to hear just to keep me coming back and sugarcoating the truth. 
I don't want a motivational speaker, nor do I want someone to pick and choose different verses out of the Bible and squish them together to make one big fat fib just so that I don't feel offended. I, I want to feel conviction. I want to feel convicted for the things that I've done wrong that according to God's word is wrong. I know I remember when I was little, if I ever did anything wrong or that was against the rules, I'd get punished. And I would also feel very guilty, you know? So in my heart, it was like, you knew that was wrong. You shouldn't have done it, you know? And I think that's where conviction comes in. It's like, oh my goodness, God is really messing with my heart right now because I did something that I I shouldn't have done. And I think that's how we should feel as children of God. Our Father has a set of rules that He expects us to obey. Formally, they're called the Ten Commandments. But in today's society, that's not really something that's spoken of. I mean, just about anywhere. They've taken it out of schools. They've taken it out of courtrooms. Um, And there are pretty, I mean, lots and lots of verses in the Bible that you can pick out to make any sin sound okay. And I honestly, guys, in my heart, I struggle with this a lot because there just seems to be more of those kinds of churches around than conviction churches. I'm just going to tell you, when my papa preached, there were times when I would sit listening thinking, ouch, you know, he just totally stepped on my toes because I so did that this week. And it could have been anything. It could have been something silly like, you know, thinking a bad thought about somebody or judging someone when I shouldn't have been or maybe let a bad word slip out, you know, or something like that. But I would know right away that it was conviction in my heart. And because of that guilty feeling that I had, I I wanted to ask for forgiveness. Please know that I would never judge anyone on how they feel, believe, or respond to anything in their personal walk. But if you are leaving church every Sunday, every single Sunday, feeling lighthearted, motivated, whatever, then you've basically just listened to a motivational speaker. You haven't been listening to a preacher. And God's word is truth. And, you know, being a born-again Christian, I personally want to know right from wrong, according to his word. One of these days, we're all going to stand before the same God. And he's going to ask us about the things that we did that we didn't ask for forgiveness for. And according to the Bible, no sin shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. That's not an idle threat. It's not a scare tactic. It's just his word of truth. And we're all a mess. I mean, let's face it. We all sin. We all make mistakes. But my question is, are we doing these things knowing that they're wrong? I know with all my heart that not everyone is going to agree with this post. And I know that it sounds really harsh. But I don't want anyone to be led down the wrong path. 
The Bible talks about how in the last days there will be a multitude of false prophets. And I'm begging you, please don't get hung up on one of those. Read your Bible so that you yourself have the knowledge to know the difference between the truth and a false prophet. I've actually been asked, why would you believe in a being that has all these rules and regulations And why would you put your faith into something that you can't even see? Well, my answer to that is, first of all, I would imagine that one time or other, we have all put our faith in something or someone. Secondly, I also imagine that we have all needed something to believe in and hang on to for hope. Well, that is my personal relationship with God. I have complete faith that he will always love me and stay true to his word. And I have hope that he will prepare a place for me after this life is over. I am a huge believer in that we were not created to be born, grow up, pay bills, and die. I believe we all have a greater purpose. I believe that we were put here to help each other and to strengthen our faith and our hope in each other and shoot for something bigger. I totally believe that with all my heart. I truly do. And one of my favorite verses in the Bible is 2 Corinthians 5, 7, for we walk by faith, not by sight. And That's how I feel. I don't have to be able to see him to have faith that he's there for me, that he loves me, that he's going to take care of me, and that he prepares a place for me later. I just don't need to see that. I just have hope in it. I have faith in it. And that's that's what I believe. You know, there was one time when my son actually asked me, when he was struggling with all of what he calls God stuff. How do you know, Mom? Because I'm not even sure that God exists. And I simply said, because I have faith in something bigger than this world. And I would rather spend the rest of my life with that hope and maybe find out that I was wrong than to live like hell and find out that I was right. Besides, living with God's promises won't hurt me at all. It's not hurting me at all to take that Christian walk. Tonight I'm asking that you all have faith in yourselves. Read your Bible so that you will be able to differentiate between what is the true living Word of God and what is false teaching. We are our best teachers. I love you guys, and I pray that we are all where we need to be when those clouds open up and God comes back. I'm praying for you guys. I love you guys, and we'll talk again soon.